What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a lot congested. I did not feel well yesterday. I have not felt really well since probably Saturday afternoon. I felt okay, and then something was like, we gonna get you. And some germs and some, yeah, there's some something going on. I, uh largely uh, slept and watched football on Sunday. I just didn't quite feel myself. And then yesterday, I didn't feel that good either. I still had to work, though, so I struggled through it. But, um, you know, I'll never forget one time one of my friends heard my voice, and he was like, yeah, you sound real sick. (laughs) When I was just doing the show through one of my... um, sinusitis attacks or allergy attacks or whatever i i usually get something in january no doubt um but yeah i obviously ran into something i uh took a covid test it was not covid so i'm out in the world doing my thing um i know there are tons of serious topics going on you know uh, Putin is growing more and more desperate. This war is dragging on. I don't understand the value of destroying a country you're trying to take over. Uh, I'm going to imagine you're going to have to rebuild it if you are ever successful. And that's going to cost more money that you probably don't have. Uh, war is expensive in terms of human capital as well as financial capital. I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, that's a topic we could discuss. There was a school shooting here in St. Louis yesterday. Um, but our, our police were no joke. They did not do the Uvalde. They, uh, were like in the building, identified the shooter and, uh, took him out before he could take out more people. I think he killed two to three people. Horrible, horrible day. Uh, former student, black shooting up a predominantly black school. Uh, At least they said it was predominantly black, but then when you looked at the students, it it was kind of a diverse population, but probably predominantly black. And um, I could talk about that, but I don't want to talk about that. That's sad. Um, And I'm just glad it was not uh, racially motivated because that's all the media would focus on. (coughs) Excuse me. And I just get frustrated by that because as soon as you throw race into something, then you can't have a real conversation because everybody just gets blinded by, you know, racism. So I could talk about that. We won't talk about that. The thing that's on my mind, which has taken me three minutes to get to, is I was, uh, you know, last night I was kind of curled up in a ball. (laughs) You know, I finished my, my work day and I was just like, let me just sort of relax if I can. And um, there was a documentary about Sheryl Crow on. Well, I don't know what it was about Sheryl Crow, but me and Sheryl Crow in the uh, 90s, I was in my 20s, early 20s, and I just loved her music. I I heard, you know, her story that she was from Kennett, Missouri, never heard of it, but she had lived in St. Louis for like 20 seconds. And I was like, oh, I got to support her career. So through through the 90s and probably through Come On, Come On, I bought everything. I bought a lot of Sheryl Crow records. I listened to a lot of Sheryl Crow records. And I was watching this documentary about her. Uh, 
And that kind of passion and intensity in a man is normally rewarded. Like if Cheryl was a guy, I don't doubt that we would be talking about what a genius she was, how much grit she had, how she just, you know, uh, fought and fought to have this career that she had in a sea of people that that are hypersexualized, that are, um, you know, viewed as pioneers, but in a whole nother way. She was a rock star. She is a rock star, a female rock star from Missouri. And I just, I don't even know why Missouri doesn't make a bigger deal. And the fact that she can't live here, that just lets you know that we don't get things right. We have all these mega stars that come from Missouri and they just can't find themselves living here. Um, which, you know, anyway, music mus- musicians should be able to find a home in Missouri, but they don't. Uh, she lives in Nashville, which I get because Nashville is cool. Um, but, you know, any other person would be celebrated. If she were a man, people wouldn't stop talking about how badass she was. And that's part of why, you know, I'm going to do the series. Uh, as this coffin and carrying on has taken some steam out of my engine this week, but I'm getting better. Actually, I don't sound like it, but I am on the on the mend. And I do want to do a series on, you know, what's what is. Have you ever felt like you had to be pleasing as a woman or compromise yourself because you were a woman in order to advance in your relationship or in your life or, you know, to get a job. You know, she was talking about her relationship with Lance Armstrong and how she had to dim her light to be with him. And then it turns out he was, you know, a doper and a cheater. And then she was kind of probably caught up with like trying to defend that. And she was just like, you know what? This isn't a healthy relationship. And I, I admire that. I admire that she admitted that. You know, because that's exactly what happened to Whitney Houston. I think her drug use increased because she wanted to hold on to her husband, who whose career had really paled next to hers and never was as big as hers for real. I mean, he, he had a good run with Don't Be Cruel, but his talent was never what hers was. I mean, and I like Bobby Brown. I bought Bobby Brown records, but, you know. He was no Whitney Houston. And so, I don't know. I just feel like women have to diminish themselves sometimes just to have someone or to, you know, they don't want to be as nakedly ambitious in their career as men are. And we get punished for it, you know. But kudos to her. I mean, she seems happy. She just lives this badass life. She's just another badass chick from Missouri. Fucking rock star. And I love it. I'm here for it. And I'm like, let me listen to some Cheryl Crow. Because I used to listen to a lot of Cheryl Crow. I'm not kidding. I heard she lived in St. Louis for 20 seconds. I was like, I got to support this artist. (laughs) And so, yeah, throughout my 20s, I bought a lot of Cheryl Crow music. And um, I'm a fan. I really am. And and if you get some premium headphones and you listen to uh, some of these songs with the premium headphones and the spatial and lossless stuff that Apple Music has done. It's like you hear instrumentation you didn't even hear before. Strong Enough sounds like a completely different song to me. Uh, Plus, I'm grown 
now and I really get the lyrics. She's amazing. Congratulations, Cheryl Crow. Not that you needed that from me all, you know, like 30 years later, but <laughs> I think you're amazing and, uh, you know, we need to celebrate someone who really is self-made. And again, if she were a woman, um, she is a woman. If she were a man, we would just be talking about, you know, how tough as nails she is, how passionate she is, how focused she is. I mean, she cares about her craft and she's into it. And any man would be uh, celebrated for that. And I think she's celebrated, but not like she should be. So, yeah, thanks, Cheryl Crow. Um, Yeah, like I said, there's a lot of serious shit we could talk about. And I don't know, that just moved me, excuse me, moved me yesterday because... I feel like I'm a woman who has put her career, even though it hasn't really taken off yet, I have put my career before everything else, and you that's not celebrated, really, in America. Uh, for all this modern American woman shit, I mean, people really expect you to be less than and small and, you know, know your place, and you know it's out here. You know, you can look in boardrooms and offices and hierarchies and see, um, you know, that a woman in the workplace uh, isn't always going to be valued. We don't always get corner offices. We're not always the CEOs. We're not always team leaders. And um, if you have a real sexist boss, you can tell it's not a secret. You can tell. Um, I've seen it up close. I've seen it. I've seen it up close where someone came in and just went after every high ranking female in the office. It was uncanny. I've seen that before. I've seen women be passed over multiple times when they were the viable candidate. Um, I've worked at places where women were allowed to have, <clears throat> excuse me, good good positions and everything but they they weren't in management they were set they were making sales and they were allowed to keep the territories that they had but they were never going to be allowed to be managers it was weird I've seen some weird things I need to document my job life it's been bizarre and all of it is just to make money to stay afloat till I can figure out how to make movies huh All right, friends, I am out of here. Have an amazing Tuesday. Uh, Know that I was thinking about you yesterday, but my voice was worse yesterday. (laughs) You had to struggle through this today, so sorry. But thanks for listening, and please have an amazing day. Take care.